Hello, and welcome to uh, the Dance of the Soul. So with this show today, um, Regan's going to come in here in a minute uh, because of the fact that he's moving to a new place <laughs> so that he gets better signal. He's on the road again. So busy man he is. So I'm Natasha Venter, and I'm a psychic medium. Uh, I do a lot of uh, healing work, you know, for people who are looking for um, healing through their past lives, and a lot of uh, things happening in their DNA, which is about um, uh, what's um, you know our DNA that is making us sick and that kind of stuff. So with that, that I try to help with that, and you know we're all in the midst of going forward and managing our lives and and being busy that we forget that a lot of our emotions can trigger some of our health problems, and then our past lives can kind of get laid in on our lives. So with that, the today's show was going to be and is about our DNA and um, how to work with our past lives and our family DNA to come into a healing moment now. Um, and it's, it's not necessarily that we're all in the midst of being able to do that. You know, I know I've had to do that a lot with my life. So with that, that as we're going forward in our lives, that, you know, many times going into the work that we're doing with our lives is, is that we have to really think positively. And, you know, I use the mantra, which was given to me by another medium um, and, uh, you know, Raven, I'm grateful for uh, that, um, you know, that, you know, it's that. Uh, you know, whenever we're talking about something that is not good for us, we can always say cancel, clear, delete, you know, like you do on the computer, cancel, clear, delete, right? Well, that came to me in a perfect time because of the fact that, you know, we're all going through something. And when we're ailing or when there's something going on, and I know that for me, um, over the last 24 to 48 hours, you know, it was like a collective that you know, my body just couldn't handle all the the things that I was going through personally. And I can't really go into that. And, you know, I'm trying to do this with very much loving care. You know, when I talk about certain things that, you know, when I was under a lot of these going deep into some shadow work, and then there was lots of triggers going on around me. Well, my body had enough. And then I ate something that was just a little bit off for my body, not necessarily off for anybody else, but off for my body. And it last night decided that it didn't want any more of anything. And so it kind of rebelled. And, you know, I allowed it to, you know, that's the thing is, is that, you know, as much as I didn't want to, I allowed my body to do its own healing work which was not have anything left in it. And I'm trying to do that as cruelly as I can, you know, because we're all going through something and our emotions do that. And I know that I had somebody else who wonderfully said that, you know, her tummy was upset. And, you know, it's one of those things that going forward that, you know, we can only deal with what we got. But it's treating ourselves better if we can, doing the better work that we can, because it is hard to digest our life. And when we're digesting our life, and I'm going to check and see if Regan has, nope, he hasn't texted me yet, um, that, um, you know, there's these stories of of negotiations and, and dealings with that we go through. Um, and, you know, doing this DNA work and doing the, the really deep ingrained things that we have, that many a times when we go through these stories of, why is this happening to my body that, you know, it's like, I can tell you that, you know, um, my, um, my neck, you know, I have a certain spot in my neck that keeps getting triggered. Right. But, you know, I really realize, and I've realized this for a long time that how many times have I been hung in a past life? How many times have I had my head cut off in a past life? How many times have I been poisoned in my past life? How many times have I been having to deal with stress and all this kind of stuff 
since my past lives. And even in this one, you know, with being dyslexic, a lot of people judged me for being stupid because I couldn't read because I had all these structures, things and that kind of stuff. And so, um, Veronica, yeah. Um, Yes, you've been having a lot of stomach problems, and I really um, like that idea of doing that. <laughs> I really feel it was very helpful. Um, you know, and, you know, I've been doing a lot of stomach problems. I really like that idea of doing that. Yeah, it's not necessarily that, you know, you want to get sick or anything like that because it's very jarring to the body. And, like, today I really made sure I drank tea to write my, um, my uh, what you want to call it, um, uh, and then, you know, just making sure that I ate good today. Like I went, there's a store that I have here that makes, you know, they have really good chicken noodle soup and that just kind of settled in on my body. But, you know, it's like, I didn't feel sick. That's the thing is, is I just knew that that was my body saying, I'm done with this energy. So when we're dealing with some scenarios with ourselves and, and having a hard time digesting and we're finally safe and healthy, you know, it's one of those things that we can only do what we can do with our bodies when we're in that stress. And so with that, that I want you to know that, it, you know, a good mantra is I'm digesting my life. And if I, and I even said that last night when my stomach was upset, I'm digesting my life because it's one of those things. So here is Regan now probably in a better place because he, you know, with, um, with, uh, oh, what you want to call it? Um, you know, Hi. you had to drive around <laughs> a little bit, huh? Oh man, I got all set up. I got, uh, I wanted to be nice and quiet. So I'm in my, my sprinter van, uh, cause I've been doing client sessions in LA all week and, um, I found a good place, got all set up and it only had like one and a half bars. So I couldn't even load the thing. So I remembered earlier, I was, uh, I was having some a car issue with the water drip and I was in the Lowe's parking lot and had five bars. So right now I'm in LA in a Lowe's parking lot. You know? <laughs> so How low can you go? Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah had, a, had a great week though. Um, I know today we're, we're talking about you know, illnesses and things, right? Well, DNA and past lives and how- Oh yeah, the we, DNA, right. Um, and and a lot of it's not necessarily um, problems with health, but it is, you know, DNA triggers a lot of health problems, um, yeah. but it also triggers a lot of mental scenarios. It triggers a lot of um, fear-based, you know, because even just things that our parents talk about or people around us talk about, we get the fear base. And past lives can do that same thing. So it's a little bit of a lot of different things in that way is what, what you know, today's show is going to be about is how yeah, can we yeah. heal both of them? You yeah. know, and it's not that, and personal sessions can get a little bit more detailed in this, you know, going to Regan for hypnosis or, um, uh, or me, you know, going through and, and doing some work as in a private session, you know, because we can get into more detail. But this is a general conversation about how, why do we get triggered with our DNA and our past lives? And right now, the planets and, and a lot of different things are triggered for us to get our shadow work done, which is that that stuff that we don't want to deal with. It's that, why do I feel shame? Yeah. Why do I feel guilt? Why do I feel... Uh, why, why am I dealing with this person in this way that's triggering me? And, you know, all these things that are like those ickier feelings that we have. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know we're finding out in, in therapy when, when uh, <clears throat> I do, like to say life between lives therapy, where my clients go into deep trance and they actually visit the afterlife for a few hours. Uh, and while they're there like this week, uh, every single one uh, was able to have a body scan uh, where their higher self or, someone on the other side they had like a, a uh a heaven doctor or an afterlife doctor that's up there uh that would do a body scan for them and they uh the first thing they would tell them is why they have their issues mm -hmm. you know and it's like um sometimes it's because of the way what they've done to their body with the wrong choices they've made you know and they try to tell them hey you know you got to knock this off or knock that off and if you want to get better, uh, sometimes it comes, their, their illnesses are coming from a past life. Uh, but as, um, as you were making me aware of in last week, something I had not thought of before is how some issues are handed down in our DNA, you know, in mm -hmm. other words, uh, uh, passed on, I guess in the medical community, they say, you know, that, uh, you know, if your dad or mom or 
your whole family has, you know, cancer issues, there's a good chance that, you know, uh, that, that you will too. So I guess one thing that would be good for Natasha and I to try to help you figure out is um, which is it, you know, because that can give you a clue, you know, if it's- Or it's both. Or it's both, right, yeah. <clears throat> you know, so if it's just a matter of you're making wrong choices and what you're putting in your body here, or uh, wrong ways of looking at things, you're holding in anger, resentment, uh, you know, you're all uptight all the time. Um, chances are that your illnesses are from you restricting your body for so long that your, mm -hmm. your body can't normally do its normal healing, you know. Um, but if it's from a past life, it's kind of, if you don't know about that, it's kind of hard to fix something you don't know about. Yeah. And, and sometimes though, there's, you know, cause even me, you know, I'm not aware of all my past lives. I mean, I can get a glimpse of them, but yet, yeah. you know, it's like, but you know, like this thing with my neck, you know, it's like, you know, well, you know, I had a car accident when I was, you know, young. And so it triggered, you know, the neck um, issue. And then, um, and then it kind of hit me. It's like, Oh, how many times have I been hung, you know, poisoned and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Well, I'm not going to necessarily know about them, but I'm just going to say that, you know, because I don't like to take swallow certain things. I've always had a situation where I can wear necklaces, but yet like, this is the smallest I can get, you know, because otherwise I start feeling choked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I have these scenarios that, you know, I've not been able to wear, um, you know, bracelets and stuff like that because of feeling claustrophobic you know, because yeah. of being chained so many times, you know, so there's these scenarios okay, that happen perfect. where you know that it's like, why am I this way? But you kind of go through like turtlenecks, I can't wear turtlenecks, because I feel like I'm being strangled. And and so with that, that even if you get these feelings, you can kind of attain that, why would I feel this way? Well, you know, if you're aware of more than one life, you can go, well, you know, there's possibilities I've had this scenario in past lives and, and yeah. I'm going to cancel, clear, delete them. This is this lifetime. I'm clear of that, you know, but then you're still going to have some, like maybe some shadow work of that. You know, for me with bracelets, it's shadow work. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. having to say I'm not in that lifetime, but it's so, so, um, valued in what I'm doing in this lifetime that I, I have a hard time wearing bracelets today, you know, with, with things that, um, you know, but it, it's one of those things that you can either put up with it or you don't want to put up with it. And I've done a lot of healing work on it, but I obviously haven't, um, dealt with all of the healing work that I need to, because otherwise I would be, be able to wear bracelets. And, yeah. and I know that there's the tapping and that kind of stuff. There's something about me needing to, see it right now to negotiate through what I'm needing to heal because yeah. this is my lifetime. I'm supposed to clear up a, pretty much all my lifetimes. Yeah. Which is a lot of work sometimes. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know, in the work that we do, I guess you would call us light workers because we try to let people know and, and get people to really realize that there's, it's not just this physical existence here, but the metaphysical part of ourself or, you know, that our, our true self and everything resides in the metaphysical, which is beyond here, you mm -hmm. know. Um, and in former lifetimes, um, a lot of us um, that have done that work when things weren't so open, uh, you know, you'd get burned at the stake, uh, you know, stoned, uh, you know, killed, murdered, whatever, because people did not want to hear about that. But we're people that are listening here, you know, we're so lucky to be in a world and now in this country, I would say here, because not all countries are open to the light workers still, mm -hmm. um, but at least here now it can be openly discussed. And there's people like Natasha and I where you can get so much help uh, to uh, get to see the bigger picture of, you know, what we are, who we are, why we're here and what we're supposed to be doing, you know, and it's a game changer for um, uh, being able to get through this life with the least amount of difficulties. Uh, you still have issues and stuff all the time, but you have more knowledge so you can get through, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you can get, yeah. I, I like, I liken it to a mechanic that only has a crescent wrench and a, a couple screwdrivers in his box, you know, and what we try to do is add all those specialty tools, you know, that go in the box. So when an issue comes up, you have all these other tools that you can use, you know, to help get you through life. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Cause I know that for me, I've gone through, I call them implosions, you know, when they, when there's those, those things that just come up where it's like, 
holy crap, why is that, you know, even picking on me, you know, and then you, then it, it really triggers some of the, the, um, the past of this lifetime I call yesterday past life. So it's like the past of yeah. yesterday and this body and then other past lives. And you're just kind of like feeling like, how can I get my head above water? And those are those implosions. I call them those life altering moments that take your legs out from underneath you to give you a look. And I know for me, I went through about three of or four of them through the full moon and eclipse. We're coming up on the new moon. So that was about two weeks ago now. But it was st it's still very much right there with me because eclipses, you know, they kind of have that energy that carries on for a couple of days. But, you know, when we go through those implosions and those those knowings and those those dealings and Veronica, you, you know, you had one um, not too long ago, too. Um, she's watching that, you know, we you know, those are those things. It's like those things that really take your legs out from underneath you that, that when we get those, it's like, Oh, wait a minute. You know, how much of that is the past and how much is that of today? And how much of that is, uh, and she says, yep. Um, and, and you know, the, the DNA, cause I know from, for me that it's circling back around again with, um, my mom had Lou Gehrig's disease and there's a family member who, um, got a um, blood test done about how, you know, there's a generation that has that scenario. And do you see how I'm separating myself from that, from that scenario? Yeah. Because the fact that I am done, I'm healed, I'm healing, I am free from that journey. I am no longer in that, that line of, of DNA work because I've gone through and did that work to heal that. And and my mom passed away the same life that I am now, you know, the same age I am now. So she'd be laying in the bed here, you know, at the same age I am. And so with that, that doing this healing work, it takes a lot of um, scenarios and a lot of um, mental awareness of the of the whispers that come up and and say are you sure are you sure you took care of that um knock knock yeah. knock you have these little twitches in your muscles what's going on i go yeah it's a twitch it's a twitch it is just a twitch you know and and telling myself it's just a twitch it's not a twitch of that it's a twitch of just a twitch and so it's that brainwashing yourself in a way and yeah. um sue says here um Hi, Sue. Uh, so she says, uh, in hypnosis sessions, I saw that some of my emotional issues came from being killed in a past life because I, I was intuitive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Going past death, I was able to see the bigger picture and release the fear. Good job for you. And that's the yeah. work. Um, and I know for Sue, working with Sue and both Veronica, both Sue, that they've been willing to go in, into um, four-wheel drive, let's say, of their life and get through the muck of it and, and do this healing work. And you have to be able to get into four-wheel drive and get into your life to do some of this healing work. Because yeah. it, it does make a difference. It really does. Because I know my dad who had colon cancer. I'm free from that journey. Because he's he passed away the same age, age I am now too. You know, that it, it's that story that we can either repeat. Like I had somebody who I was with that she says, yeah, it's in my family. And I'm so afraid of. I said. Yeah, I get that a lot. Stop. You know, just stop. You don't have to be afraid. You're pulling it to you when you're afraid. You're 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 pulling it to you when you keep thinking about it and you stand in in fear of it. And it's like, and it's not that I try to push it away, but it's just that uh, not my story. And I know I've had some stomach issues and and food sensitivities, but I also know that I'm also it's kind of like cleaning a new path, you know, through the through the brush you know, the, the, the um, blackberry vines and stuff. And if you're cleaning a new path for your life, you're going to have scenarios that pop up that trigger you to think differently about things. Because, you know, as we're going through life and, and you know, managing that we have to be willing to go on a new path than what our family has done. Yeah. And it takes work. Yeah. Um, I, I read a uh, case history a couple of days ago uh, from a, another uh, person that does what I do. And um, 
one of his clients, when they got him really, you know, uh, really deep to go to a past life. Uh, and, um, you know, she had no body, you know, she was just energy and she was observing things everywhere in the, in the universe, you know? And so, um, uh, the, the therapist, uh, kept wanting to just fish around and kept moving her around until, um, you know, and from lifetime to lifetime, she just was energy observing things. And mm-hmm. then he says, well, you know, she's finally in a body now because she's right in front of me. And uh, uh, one of the issues that she came to the therapist for, she had severe ex- ex- uh, eczema, eczema. Mm-hmm. eczema, okay, all over her body. It was horrible, you know. And um, in uh, deep trance, they found out that uh, uh, when her higher self was talking to her, which when, when people go in this, into these sessions like that I do for people, you actually merge with your higher self and your higher self can tell you why you you know have your issue and the reason she subconsciously created the eczema was because it was a constant reminder that she's in a physical body she had the itch or something you know because she she was having such a hard time being in a physical body when she had the freedom of just being energy and consciousness you know mm-hmm. and uh th- it was very difficult for her to be in a human body so and and it, so not like her so the eczema was this thing like oh i guess i I guess I'm in a human body here, you know, kind of thing. But Uh luckily, the higher self, now that she had that awareness, uh, they asked for a healing and uh, healing occurred. You know, where eczema went away in short order, you know. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty cool to read that case history. But that shows you how how with the things we have, we don't always have to be stuck with something now. You know, we can go to the root of it. And uh, and there's in, in many cases, we... You know, if we've learned the lesson that we needed to learn from having that illness or something, you know, you don't need it anymore. You know, so uh, on from the other side, they're willing to do healings for you. Exactly. So. Exactly. And that's that's the gift of of working through spirit. For me, you know, like going back through my dad having colon, the family, the Mendenhall family having colon cancer that, you know, it's like I went back and I went back through father, mother, mother, father, father, mother, you know, went back through a lot of different lives, went back to this one uh, generation back, probably early, um, like early 1900s, you know, and this kid who basically had problems um, believing that they were valued because they were um, made out of incest. You know, they, they weren't a valued family member. And so they really had a hard time digesting their life. They basically sabotaged their life because they had no value. You know, they were, they were basically, you know, dirt under a rug, you know. And so with that, that with that, that I took that person and gave them a hug and said that they were valued. And I, I asked for healing with them and with doing that. And then I came back through the same path that I came, that I went back in and came up and I, and I healing from anybody who was willing to receive it in the family and through my, my lineage of my children, you know, so that, so that with that now, now it's up to my children to believe that they're healed and it's up to, up to other family members to believe that they're healed. But that's, that's the thing is, is that we have to believe, even if it's a fake belief, you know, until we get known otherwise. And then if you get, and I don't know how much I'm healed until the day I pass. You know, then I'll look back and go, yeah, I did it, you know, but until now I have to believe, I have to believe. Yeah. And I'm asking my gut to heal. Yeah. Um, The one thing I like, uh, you know, since um, uh, there's a system out there, it's called quantum healing hypnosis technique. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm certified through them and also through the Newton Institute for life between lives. And I combine the sessions where, uh, when people are on the other side, like, um, you know, people get to go for a council in the afterlife and, and get all their questions answered. It's really cool. And then uh, we can talk about their health issues. And um, uh, I've been beginning to witness um, how powerful that is. I know other therapists have been doing it longer than I with adding the healing part in there. have had, you know, miracles happen. But it's really got me to see now that there's really um, pretty much not anything that can't be healed or at least an understanding 
you, you can get uh, about why you have your issues. You know, mm-hmm. um, a few times on the other side, they when we asked for a healing, they said, well, we can't do that because this uh, problem, this health problem you have is every time you realize you have that problem reminds you of some issues that you need to work on or why you're here, you know, why you're in this body. So the illness was actually just something they were going to have to live with, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, but now that they knew the reason for it, it made it much easier to cope with it or deal with Mm -hmm. it, you know, that way. So, and that's the uh, thing is, is that I've learned, you know, because of a shoulder thing that I have that, that, you know, going through looking at the other side of it, going through the doorway, you know, there's been times where my muscles were spasming so bad, I couldn't even pull up my pants, <laughs> you know, or, or I couldn't do what I needed to do. And, and so with that, that, you know, but I would go through the other side of it. Okay, pain, you're here. I know you can get worse. But let's, let's go through that pain. Let me yeah. find out what's on the other side of that pain. And and it, it was amazing that me standing at that doorway of going, oh, I don't want to move because it's going to hurt more, you know, that it actually hurt more than going, okay, I'm yeah. going to go through the pain and feel it and understand it and respect it and know it and, 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 and say, okay, this is my new normal, you know, and this is going to be for right now. And, and it, it actually took the, the angst away from it so then i didn't it didn't heighten it didn't constrict as much yeah i've uh, had that had to do that twice myself and i do it with uh, clients all the time and you find out if you're in a lot of pain you've got pretty much two choices and one is to to fight it and curse it and get all uptight about it and the other one is to go with the flow you know Mm -hmm. and when you go with the flow it's a lot less painful And, and people are surprised uh you know, sometimes how much less it is when they relax to the pain. There's a there's an exercise I can people listening that you can do if you're having trouble with um, with pain. Um, the exercise you do is you close your eyes and you imagine uh, pain coming to your door. Okay, however you're going to imagine what pain looks like, it's going to knock on your door, and at first you're going to go, oh, you know, I don't want to answer that damn door. Oh my God, I'm going to be looking pain right in the eye. But you do it with a loving heart and you open the door and you just you go, hey, pain, come on in. You're going to be here. You might as well come and sit down for a while instead of yelling at me from the outside. And I have some people make cookies for them or whatever, you know, sit down at the table, talk about, you know, actually talk to the pain. Like, why are you here? Why am I having to go through all this, you know? And just doing that exercise and even giving pain a hug, you know, like say, look, I know you're doing your job, you know, because of mm-hmm. something I did or something I need to learn. So I can't be mad at you you know, sorry, you know, I'm not going to kick you out. So it's like making friends, you know, with the pain. It's weird, but it's something happens in your mind where you, you, you're able was when you were, you know, locking and bolting all the doors, you know, barricading yourself somewhere in the house so the pain couldn't get to you. And it just makes it worse that way. So you could do a lot with the power of the mind, you know. Mm-hmm. You really can, because I know that, that for me, that, you know, the pain that I was in with my shoulders and stuff like that, that uh, some of that was, you know, I know for me, I would have done more. You know, I was willing to pick up, you know, 50 pound bags. I know I was willing to do all this stuff, but me not being able to do that, it was part of my, um, my scenario of not treating my body worse. And then part of that story was, is that, that I could become a victim pretty darn easy, you know, back in my younger years. And so with that, that learning how to, to say, you know, to body, okay, body, I know you're, we're going to have to do some work here. Um, uh, you know, I'll respect you later, but right now we're going to have to do a lot of arm work. So I'm, we're going to do this and then I'm going to respect and have quieter tomorrow. Or I'm gonna, or I knew that I had to go do something tomorrow, and so I would talk to my husband and say, you know, let's do a little bit of yard work, but I can't do a lot because I'm gonna go use my arms tomorrow. And yeah. so there was that fine line of respecting the body, and it was funny because my husband's usually one that just pushes through it, and and I heard him say the other day, you know, I got a golfing tournament tomorrow, so you know, I'm I I'll go out and help yeah. you trim the bushes, but I don't want to get into doing a bunch of yard work. 
And so I said, that's fine because you know he used language that i've been using and it's like you know thank you for treating your body better you know thank you for treating your body better yeah uh, well you know there's i'm trying to get the the lighting right yeah <laughs> well you're fine yeah. there we go that's, well, there um, we go. that's a little so bit. veronica says i always say um it's only pain uh that uh is that okay or should i reward that um you know yeah. You know, there's a fine line between, I guess it's more having an understanding with pain. It's not necessarily um, saying that pain is okay, but it's saying, it's kind of like saying to a friend that's a little grumpy, you know, I know you're grumpy, but I need boundaries. You know, there's yeah. that, there's that fine line that's saying that, um, and not becoming a victim of pain, just like you wouldn't want to become a victim of your grumpy friend. So if you think of pain, like a grumpy friend, then you can kind of say, you can have a little empathy with it. You can have some understanding with it. You can work through, well, why are you grumpy? You know, because sometimes we can talk to a grumpy friend and, and you, and it's negotiating with it. Uh, it's that you know, being okay. But I also know that, you know, like when my arms were spasming that, you know, there's that part of saying, okay, I don't want to move. I don't want to move. I don't want to move, but I'm going to move all at once and do everything I need to do so that I have to deal with my pain at one time. You know, so there's that negotiation that we do. So there's no right or wrong. There's really no right or wrong, but there is the point that there is pain for a reason and respecting it. You know, so like if your knee or like, you know, or your elbow hurts, you know, use it, tell it that it needs to be used. But at the same time, if it's in peak ouch mode, don't push it. I mean, but yet if it's in, eh, I'm a little discomfort, then you can say, we're going to do a little bit today and we'll do a little bit more later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what I'm thinking about, too, with pain uh, there's two basic types of pain, and one of them's not really addressed a lot of times. Uh, there's the physical pain when we talk about we got a broken arm or someone's going through cancer and their body is aching and hurting. But what some people complain about more than anything and wish they didn't have is emotional pain. You know, and these are things like you, things that have happened to you in your life when you think about them or they come up and then you feel sick or you're, you know, you you you, you go into panic attacks or you you know, you just feel, feel horrible. And the thing that Natasha and I can do for you there, both of us, we have techniques and things that we can use to actually eliminate that, to get rid of that, because we can, um, you know, uh, find out what's behind it all. And there's, um, in, in traditional therapy now, there's amazing things that deal with emotional pain that are just, they work, so they're almost panaceas for curing almost anything like uh, some people would say they're like 90 percent effective with emotional pain mm-hmm. and that's uh eft which is emotional freedom technique it's like psychological acupuncture right mm-hmm. the other thing is uh haven behaving technique you know which is is similar as you're talking about your issue you're touching these different parts of your body like this and it um if you if people see me doing this right now if you just do this for like five minutes so you're so you're basically rubbing your forehead and rubbing around your nose and then you're um then and then off that yeah Yeah. your shoulders and go down your arms and And, um those are for people on on podcasts later you know that that there but that's you know what it basically is is touching the body and saying you love your body yeah and i know for me yeah for i know for me emotional pain has been huge you know because my neck that was a lot of emotional pain dealing with being the intuitive that i am in this lifetime and being able to speak but that but what it was is that i i've been dealing with the emotional pain so now i just need to deal with the physical body's um triggers so for me i got to where i was going to the chiropractor every three weeks and that helped my body stay in tune so that as the emotional energy moved through with different scenarios, my physical body was able to negotiate it. So there is the physical application to emotional situations. But how yeah. can we find the balance of those two to, um, to negotiate, understand the body? You know, like if, if you're going through an emotional time, don't eat a bunch of, of, of crappy food to trigger the, 
the the bad digestive system that we may have yeah. you know so you know treating you know like for me you know um my body got triggered so what did i do i went and got good chicken noodle soup you know because i wanted to hug my body more than i wanted to trigger my body again yeah mm -hmm. uh one of my sessions this week was amazing and some um emotional pain that was healed when um one of the uh, when she came for a life between life session to visit the afterlife she was hoping to be able to talk to her mother you know uh what we found in our research with 70,000 people is that uh, when, a, when a soul is up there and decides to be born, they, they look to see how difficult their life's going to be. And then they decide how much of themselves, how much of their soul self they're going to put in the human body. The rest stays home. Mm -hmm. So um, she had a very abusive mother um, and uh, uh, a lot of kids, but the mom was abusive. Everybody just, it's just was an ongoing hurtful thing for her. Well, on the other side, uh, when she went to her soul group, which most people get to do, she saw her mother there and she had a conversation with her mother and the higher self of the mother said, so I'm sorry that my lower self, you know, that's down there is being so cruel to you. But uh, she's had a very, very, very hard life. I mean, and, it, and when you hear some of the things that happened, the mom was not expecting, her mom was not expecting to deal with all that when she incarnated. It yep. was more than she could handle. So I had just had an aha moment and I said, well, ask your, your, the, the uh, heavenly side of your mom if she will hold you. Oh, my gosh. And the mom up there said yes. And she, she just oh. cried and cried and cried. Oh, and it was the, she said that was the first time I felt mother's love like I'd wished I'd had all my life. Uh -huh. and it was so emotional for both of us, you know, sitting and seeing this happen. But when she came back and we're talking about it, now she can view her mom totally different. She mm -hmm. knows that her mom has all these issues in her lower self that she's working on. And so she's going to concentrate it when she sees her mom of seeing that higher self that's behind the dysfunction, you know, the part mm -hmm. that's always in the afterlife, you know. So, but she, she just, it was so cool to see her feel that, you know, because oh, we, we all want this love from our parents and sometimes uh -huh. people never get it in this life. We can't, you know? yeah, because it's physical. But I would say also to your client that, um, that it's you know to remember that love is is that she's still going to want to have boundaries with her mother in the physical yes. body and that's, you know, what, that's good right yes 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 yeah that she's going to want to have um you know that when mom starts being abusive again that you just say mom i love you enough to leave yeah i love yeah. you enough to leave and and there's that there's that balance of um of scenarios that we go through that we forget that you know, as much as we do emotional and spiritual healing, we still have the physical application to walk through with it. And, and that's the, that's a thing. It, it's that same story that I said about, you know, with my family having the colon cancer, do I have colon cancer? No, I'm free from that. I am free from that. And even last night when my stomach was, was having problems, I was saying, thank you for relieving myself of the stress in my gut, you know, instead of it sitting in there and twisting and turning and causing more ickiness that it, my body was able to say, okay, if you don't want to be sick, it's coming out, Yeah. you know? So I said, thank you, you know, as much as I didn't like the action, but I said, thank you. Because yeah. of the fact that that when we're doing this healing work, we have to be willing to negotiate the 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 physical application of doing this, and that is believing it's healed, you know. And I don't know how many times when I twisted my ankle that I did Reiki on it, even though it still hurt. I did a lot of Reiki on it. We're healing. We're healing. I know you're healing. And then when the, it just didn't want to heal, I got a, a, other advice. And somebody said, who is intuitive, you have an attachment to your ankle. And gave me that idea or gave me the knowledge. And it was like, boop, 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 and take care of it. And then the healing aspect was able to do. And I know that sometimes when we do get ailments in our body, there is energy stuck. Like I was doing a reading on a cat um, on the radio show yesterday. And, um, and this cat had eczema you know, a, a dry spot on her arm that she kept licking. 
but I said that she had trauma in, in her, in, she's a rescue. She had trauma to her arm. And now that she's in a safe place, her, her, that energy is starting to, to want to come out because it's feeling safe. And so that's the thing is, is that when we start feeling safe and we start going forward and, and Sue, this is probably, you know, a thing for your part of your body that is ailing is that, that you're finally feeling safe. And you're feeling good enough to be able to work through some of these emotions that are coming to that spot or the that part of the body and um, and negotiating. And that's where I have um, certain books. Do I have it here? Do, 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 do. I don't think I have it here. Um, but it's it's about um, you know Louise Hayes had a book about it that it's different parts of the body. Um, what do different parts of the body mean? Oh yeah. And, um, and I, Ina Siegel has one that I love Ina Siegel. Um, and I don't, I thought I had it right here, but I don't, um, but she has, Oh, it's right here. Hmm. It whispered to me around the corner. So oh, yes. it, it's That's a good book. Yeah. The secret language of the body by Ina Siegel. She's from Australia. And, you know, I look at this all the time and, and I gave you something about your lungs yeah, you and did. it was like, uh -huh. it, was, it was almost weird. like almost everything that she said was right on for what yeah, you're negotiating. Yeah. And so with that, that going forward and looking up certain parts of the body, I even do that, even though I have an understanding about the body, but there's certain things that come forth that, um, that give me a chance to, to negotiate that. And that's the thing is right now we got a lot of planets out there that are really triggering us to do the shadow work and how can we negotiate that how can we really negotiate yeah. that mm -hmm. yeah for a, a matter of fact uh, uh here's some information too for you men that listen to this podcast or women um there's a an organization uh, it's called the mankind project and um they have um centers uh, in a lot of different parts of the world right now uh, and they have um, people dedicated there to help you do shadow work. You know, if you want to do it on your own, they have these seminars and things, and people have tremendous breakthroughs in these to where they, they, they you feel safe to actually turn around and look that darkness right in the eye, mm -hmm. and you're supported by all these people. Um, they did it for men at first, and men's lives were being changed so drastically that the women were screaming, well, why can't you do something for us? You know? <laughs> Men are the only ones that get pissed once in a while and angry and everything. So they started a, a section for women. But if you if you go online and just type in the Mankind Project and you could get information there, you know, well, uh, yeah. they're really good. They're really good with working. I mean, I went through and it, it transformed me. Uh, and uh, that was when it was 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And they're still there, you know. Well, that's the thing is uh, there's sometimes when doing personal work is personal and sometimes doing personal work in a group is very healing too because you yeah. listen to other people and you know that you're not the only one dealing with this yes. and i know you men have gone through a stripping down of your core um ideals of who yeah. you should be right that's what they do the stripping down of it and to become these newer versions of manhood um you know, who can be a very gentle father instead of the father who just goes off to work and comes home, who yeah. can stay home and change diapers instead of saying, that's too sticky. I'm not going to do that. You know, yeah. there's this there's this stripping down or or to hold a woman who's crying and not go, oh, I don't know what to do with that. You know, it's like, you know, or be willing to be held by a woman. Because yeah. a man is crying, you know. There's this new evolution that's coming. And, and I know for a lot of fact that, you know, a lot of men have back problems or heart problems because of the fact that they're, they're, they're not meant to hold up the world anymore or they want to feel love like they've never felt love before. And yeah. so their love, their heart chakra is trying to, to help them feel love and, and they can't because there is this, this boundary that has been put up from generations. Yeah. You know, let's uh, too. I just, I just came to my mind. I'm afraid I'll think, I'll forget if, uh, if I don't mention this. But um, uh, sometimes people come for healing, or they come for just regular therapy, where they want to talk to somebody and have you try to help them through things. And then you find out that the 
as much as you as we throw the kitchen sink at it and not too much is happening. And then what we found out is some people, they they come to the healing, but their subconscious is so strong and not wanting to let go of this issue that they have for certain reasons. We call it secondary gain. In other words, they don't want to get better because if they don't have that sickness anymore, they're not going to get the attention. Attention. A lot mm-hmm. of, uh, the, sometimes they want. Um, Smuckers, uh, the woman who was uh, from Smuckers Jams, you know, mm-hmm. there's this famous case with her. She was like the, uh, in a family, it was like nine kids or 10 kids or something like she was the youngest and never got attention ever. And just uh, so in most of her young childhood, she was sick and ill with one thing or another, you know. And when she got to be an adult, she carried that on. Well, in therapy, she finally realized that the reason she made herself sick when she was young is that's the only time she could get her mom's attention. Yeah. You know, because you're sick, mom's got to pay attention to you. So the subconscious got that as a modality to always get attention. So in her adult life, when she wasn't feeling like she's getting attention to something, she would find herself sick. So, um, you know, once people realize that, they it, it's a big awakening and, and they can stop that now and actually get healed but think of that sometimes if you people out there think about when you're sick or something oh everybody comes and gives you love and attention and sends Mm -hmm. you cards and all your friends are saying they hope you get well and so you're you're getting that quota of affection that you're not getting otherwise you know exactly i know i struggled with that one yeah, I struggled that with my arms because my remember me talking about how I used to have spasms in them so bad that I couldn't move. Well, you know, if I had spasms and I had that, I couldn't vacuum. I couldn't yeah. lift the pots. People would have to drain the potatoes for yeah. me. You know, I I couldn't wash the shower. I could. You know, it's like, uh, you know, finally the husband who was alcoholic was rubbing cream on my back you know, to stop the spasms. So, and he would have sympathy for me because he would watch the spasms go off (laughs) in my back and he'd be like, Oh man, you know, but then, you know, that was the thing though. I had to go past that and I had to say, okay, I understand. I have to respect my body. And, and let's say if I'm headachy and kind of achy that day, I'm not going to vacuum, but if I'm feeling good, tell my body, okay, we're going to vacuum, but that's all I'm going to do. I'm that's all I'm going to, I'm that's all I'm going to negotiate. And then I bought a special vacuum that would negotiate with my body, you know? So it was like, I, 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 I did, I did some outer work to be able to negotiate the, Oh, I am actually getting attention when I'm, my body hurts. I don't like to have that. I don't like things to have power over me. That is one thing that I've learned in my life. That's why I don't drink. That's why I don't smoke. That's why I don't do a lot of things because of the fact that I don't like things having power over me. And so this, when I got that knowledge, I went, oh, okay. Who has the power here? Yeah. Who has the power here? And I really asked that question. And that's the question I have over like my family having, um, uh, Lou Gehrig's and MS and, and MD, you know, on one side and then cancer on the other side. It's like, I can fall victim to that or I can just say, you know what? Yeah. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Um, people out there, if you're watching this later and you smoke, um, I have to say hypnosis is one of the best ways. Uh, it's not the only way, but it's a very, it's been proven to be one of the best ways to stop smoking because just think about it for a minute, that, that little, that little thing with a you know a little plant in it that you carry around in your pocket all day, it, it has control of you. It it dictates what you do all day long, you know, mm-hmm. where you go and what you do and how much work you do and all, everything. That little tiny thing that weighs nothing that you could squish like that is controlling you. You know, you're like the little puppet and that's the big master for you. Mm-hmm. And and people resent that, but they don't know how to get rid of that, you know, and um, some people that go to uh, hypnosis, um, in fact, a, a nice percentage quit in one or two or three sessions and they don't smoke again, you know, because you got to get to the subconscious and to kind of say, no, 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 you know, we're not uh, we're not doing that anymore, you know. And mm-hmm. um, if a person's suggestible enough, then hypnosis works real well for that. Some people we had one person come to uh, most hypnosis motivation, motivational institute for over a year every week for a session and uh I think on it was almost when it was the anniversary she tells the therapist and says you know what 
I've been coming here a year now and I'm still smoking. I don't think I should be doing this anymore. And then the therapist said to her, says, well, you know, how much uh, were you smoking when you came? I'll say Dolores. And she goes, well, you know, I was a two pack a day woman. And he says, how many cigarettes you smoking now? And she goes, oh yeah, maybe just a couple cigarettes a day, you know? So she had made it, you know, most of the way out of the woods, but not all the way out. Um, mm-hmm. So hypnosis was, was, was working. It's just, it's different for everybody, you know? Well, and, and what I would look at too, is that there's a lot of times when we have um, these scenarios going on, addictions that we have attachments, these yeah. extra energies, these extra beings that like to say, take another smoke, take another yeah. smoke. And I bet you that lady um, had, I get a feeling just getting an overall feeling yeah she did have something that was not totally there for her benefit that was kind of a little bit snarly i'm going to call yeah. it that like to have this this cigarettes around and so yeah was kind of sabotaging her a little bit on that well you know, you know like last week we were talking about you know evil spirits and things or right around halloween we were anyway and um i still don't quite understand that but i can see how it would be where like you're in a bar or someplace like that and and that any uh, spirits that, you know, were uh, used to be here and have the, the addictions and now they're not quite all the way to the other side. And they'd want to hang around places like that because they could sometimes mm-hmm. vicariously enjoy the smoking and uh, everything. So Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's not, it, it, and you can tell when you kind of have something attached to you because you're feeling a little, this is not me. I'm feeling heavy. I'm feeling gray. I'm feeling... Um, I'm feeling kind of like, you know, just, you know, but if you get used to it, you don't feel that. Yeah. But I can tell you that, you know, dealing with this with my, my, um, my loved one who's with me that, you know, there's many times where he walks in and I'm like going, uh, you know, tells him to come in, my, my husband to come in and whatever's attached to him, get the hell out, you know, because (laughs) no, because he's picked up something through work or that kind of stuff. And it's just something that we do. I can even, I have to be careful even where I go, you know, going through the grocery store. Sometimes you can go, you walk by somebody and then afterwards you feel kind of like, you know, and it's not necessarily that you want to say that about the person, but then it's like, that per, you know, if you're a bright light, if you're somebody who has love, you know that that energy would kind of say, "Hey, I like that bright light," you know. And then it's like, just get off of me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like a stink on a rug, you know, type of thing. But you know, as we go through life, did your your lights time out? <laughs> They're on a timer. This is an, uh, it used to be a FedEx truck, and uh, so I guess if they forgot to turn the lights out in here when they had stuff. Uh, and, and it's getting dark outside now, you know, uh-huh. it's getting dark outside. So getting, pretty soon, you know, you won't even be able to see my eyes, just see my head moving, you know. Here, but... I hear you. Oh, I hear I, you. I, I want to share one other thing. It was, I had a, a, uh, had um, six sessions in the last nine days. Wow. And five of them had the, it was, they were A plus where they all got to go to the other side. They all got to spend. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, it was, I just had a great week. The only one that didn't was a young lady. And um, uh, because some issues came up in her current life, we had to deal with it, brought up a lot of emotion. And then we got into the session. She actually went to a past life and that past life, the, the, uh, the death scene was a little much for her. I got her out of it real quick, but just she started just having a really bad headache. So I ended up bringing her out, you know, and said, look, we'll work on that. You know, I'm going to do a free session for her when I come back down next time. Yeah. Uh, But uh, she at least, uh, you know, went to a past life and uh, and had that experience, which was was interesting for her because she's one of the youngest that's come to me so far. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Uh, it's interesting. And, And young ones, sometimes they need to be prepped a little differently. Yeah, she was. I I was amazed how. I would call old souls. She kind of was, mm-hmm. you know, that way. Oh, and the other thing too is, um, um, one of my clients was healed from a lot of her emotional trauma in this life. She, she was disappointed at first because she's in the afterlife and she has no body. You know, she's just this energy floating around everywhere, and and her human self under trance is going. Oh, I'm not seeing any people. I'm not seeing any bodies. Oh no! But as she got into it, all of a sudden she was like she she was like a, a son i mean 
she said that's the only thing she could say. She was encapsulated in this energy. And when she was laying there, she just kept saying, feel my, I'm on fire. You know, feel my head, feel my hands, you know, and it felt pretty normal to me, but she was feeling this and she could see herself just shooting out this energy. And it was so, and pretty soon we're, I'm talking to her about some of her issues. She says, those don't even matter because my body down there, that's not even me. This is me, you know, this, this <laughs> loving, this loving right. energy. This mm -hmm. is, this is me. So why does, and she goes, no, nah, that stuff bothers me now because I'm this, this is me, this is the real me. You know, it was so cool. Congratulations then, to her. Yeah, and then um, next day she emailed me, she said she was, she got, she woke up sunburned. You know, that's pretty interesting because of the heat that was going through her body, I guess. You yeah. Know? And I, so that made the experience even more real. And um, she just, I mean, just walking in the door meeting her, she's just, uh, oh my God, just gives me chills. She was an amazing, <laughs> You know, I oh, think she's, cool. Congratulations. She's, she's just changing the world, you know, and what mm -hmm. she does and everything. Very beautiful person, you know, that way. Oh, uh, good. So, yeah. So there's healings. You know, it's good that, you know, I felt good this week because I, I felt even um, in a couple of sessions where normal things came up and we I would pull them aside a little bit and say, hey, let us do some regular therapy and, and some healings happened, you know, so it was mm -hmm. a good week. Uh, but kind of wore me out a little bit. I you know. bet, I bet. I know the the session that you did with me when I was down there with the, you know, staying in your place that, um, yeah. staying with you guys, that that was amazing. I know that there's certain things that, that came that seemed like, yeah, they weren't important, but it was like the pieces of the puzzle came forth as time is going on. Yeah, and that's it's what like, happens in these sessions. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's amazing to be able to negotiate that. Um, I'm, I'm grateful because there's certain scenarios that I asked help for in different past lives. Yeah. And, and now they're, they're bringing that energy around to, to come into fruition. So, you know, doing this work, healing work, you know, it's, I'm going to say that it is, I don't want to say it's treacherous work. I'm not saying that it's painful work. I'm not saying that it's even negative work, but it, it is, Getting yourself, I love that mantra, the, the metaphor, putting your, your vehicle in four-wheel drive, which is your body, mind, spirit, putting it in four-wheel drive and willing to negotiate what's in front of you and going through the implosions. You know, it's like that video game where you have to, you're driving through all the explosions, you yeah. know, because of the fact that those implosions are the things that come inward to teach us what we're supposed to learn. And if that even means different boundaries, you know, even having different boundaries can create different boundaries with ourselves. Like for me, having different yeah. boundaries with myself, you know, okay, I'm not going to allow myself to be a victim of pain to have everybody else do work for me. It was nice. It wasn't right, you know, yeah. but it was balance. You know, it's that balance of saying, you know, like for me. You know, my husband does the chopping because that's not good for me. And he he's six foot and I'm five foot. So I get down and pick up the branches that he goes chop, chop, chop with. So it's that finding the balance and the boundaries to work together to where you if you do have a physical thing, how can you negotiate it to be a better thing? If that makes any sense. And that's knowing the background of it. It's knowing the whys. It's knowing how to do it. But be willing to say, I'm done. I'm done yeah. with this and I'm receiving because we're going into a new moon on Wednesday and that new moon's about bringing new in. So what do you want to bring in with this healing that we're having? You know, we yeah. have great opportunities now. Yeah. Well, and we're like saying, and in, in, as we're closing up our hour is that, um, you know, pain and emotional and physical pain, um, start looking at it a little differently than just something that's unpleasant. You know, mm -hmm. start to realize that a lot of times it's there to teach us something. Yeah. You know, hey, um, teacher, what you want to teach me today? <laughs> yeah. And then be, be willing to examine yourself and see what, what you've done to cause it. Uh, and then if you can't find that, then just start, um, you know, asking uh, the universe in a sense, you know, why do I have this? You could come to people like Natasha or myself. We can usually help you find out why. And that's mm -hmm. what's really fun because it's not that hard to do. I mean, no. people go into trance. I mean, Natasha can just close her eyes. She can sense it and just tell you, <laughs> you know, but, uh, yep. but I do, you know, most people, they don't, they don't think that they can uh, 
be hypnotized and that's not correct everybody can be if you allow it to and mm -hmm. uh, usually in the sessions i have it's about 90 something percent successful uh, sometimes it takes a little while for someone to just let go and to go into trance but it's it's kind of a natural thing that you can do if you don't fight it you know and in there we can just it's like uh, opening the car hood you know we can you know if you don't if you don't pop the hood the mechanic can't get in there you know to to, to see what's wrong so you got to be willing to pop the hood and be vulnerable and let the hood go exactly up and, i know and then we that can get in there and work you know exactly because i know some of my meditations that i bring people through uh that it's a lot of their own hypnosis hypnosic hypnosis type of scenario because i you know they i guide them through what they're seeing and it's a communication kind of like the same way. So it's it's yeah. amazing. Healing is just, I'm just in awe of how we're able to heal if we allow it. Yeah, if we allow right. it. We I know I've it. talked to somebody who says, you know, that just doesn't resonate with me. But if you let things resonate with you just enough, <clears throat> sometimes we can heal quite a bit. Yeah. So there's a lot of ways you can do it. So uh, Natasha and I are happy to help you. As a matter of fact, you oh, can definitely. reach me at... Yeah, visit the afterlife right on the screen there, .com. Um, for Even if uh, you don't want to do the spiritual therapy, we have some wonderful things to help you a lot just in traditional therapy. And even Natasha, just she's an intuitive, so she can just even do uh, life coach stuff with you, just common sense stuff that you might not be thinking because of your, you know, your stress or something. You know, we can yeah, help you patterns. get through that. Yeah, so um, uh, I can do sessions on Zoom, uh, you know, FaceTime, in person, uh, like now I'm Southern California, I'm 500 miles from home right now. Uh, well, for about 400, uh, but I go all the way down to Mexico, you know, to uh, the parts of it there to see people sometimes. So anywhere in California, pretty much I can see it or, you know, Zoom, like Natasha will tell you too, just like we're see you're seeing us now, well, we're seeing you just like I'm seeing Natasha on the screen mm -hmm. right here now. And it's just like we're there. I mean, um, this energy work uh, has no uh, you know, you could be on the moon and we're looking at each other in the energy and <laughs> immediately. I don't comes know. Through. Mm -hmm. Would it take a few seconds? Like I'd be talking and, and then I have to wait three seconds and then Matasha would hear me and then wait through. No, this it's the kind of energy we have. I think can you can go to infinity and back, you know, with this energy. So, mm -hmm. uh, we're happy to help you. So, uh, videos, a lot of videos on my website. Um, there's a book on there I'm giving away about, uh, uh, reincarnation research uh, around the world, which is cool. Just ask for it on my uh, on my contact page there. And if you want to have a session, either call me in person or you know email me. And then Natasha, you're at angelicclarifications.com. Yep. Yeah. Angelic so clarifications. Just, yeah, that that's a long one, but it just really makes sense because of the angelic yes. and then the clarifications that I do. So yeah with that that i love to to work in the shadows with people i love to i love to not like um somebody says natasha you're the voice of reason <laughs> you know let me be your voice of reason because there is that balance of of you know oh i am saying that oh i am doing that or like for me sometimes when i'm sitting down with somebody and there's this shame that's sitting right in front of us you know and 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 it's hard to work and i ask that shame to sit to the side so that we can be more of a witness of what's going on because of the of how we get parts of us that that um want to be in control and they don't need to be in control so with that that you know, trusting the process of going through the of the healing process, it, it's it, it's amazing, and we feel so much lighter, and we feel so much more. So even if we go through the implosions, it, they still hurt. They still take our legs out from underneath us, but we can bounce right back up after you know a few minutes instead of going yeah. through three months of holy crap, what was that about? You know. And so that it's, it's finding the balance. So you can reach me at angelicclarifications.com or you can email me at Natasha at angelicclarifications.com. Yeah. So tune in uh, next Monday at four o'clock Pacific time or Natasha also has her own uh, personal uh, show at four o'clock on Wednesdays uh, yep. Pacific time. Exactly. And I am also going to be on tomorrow um, on. Um, um, what are you going to uh, do? I'm going to be on um, uh, 
intuitive meltdown um, uh, uh, with Mari Bar 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 Brockman. <laughs> and I'm not saying her name right. Ah! Um, and uh, so I'm going to be on her show tomorrow at two o'clock um, Pacific time on Facebook. You can go to, um, uh, uh, yeah, I was going to have it right here and I did not have it. I apologize. Um, looking up. So it's, um, it's on, um, oh, uh, uh, metaphysical meltdown and it's on Mari Beckman, uh, on Facebook. Oh, nice. Yeah, on she's Facebook. only on Facebook. So with that, then wow. you can do that. Metaphysical. What is it called? Metaphysical breakdown. Yeah, meltdown. Meltdown. Yeah. Oh, that could be interesting. That could be a lot of things. Yeah, she's you know? a very big intuitive, and and she does a lot of work. And she's, I was supposed to be on her show a long time a while ago, and um, she got sick and stuff like that. Things happen. All of us get yeah. have ailments. It doesn't matter how intuitive you are. Uh, we all have our personal work. So if you know of somebody who would like to have the, listen to the show, um, but only listens to podcasts, you can go to Life Clarifications with Natasha, and we are on most pod podcast platforms. So please come and watch. And if you like um, a show, please um, follow or like, share, or whatever you need to do. And if you're looking at some other videos, I have my YouTube channel, Natasha Venter, and there's lots of them on there. Um, I'm doing a mantra of the week. And so I do a video of what those mantras are, and you can find those on my Facebook channel or on my YouTube channel. Um, oh, those are great, yeah. Yeah, um, and I, I do videos to explain a little bit more why I'm picking those mantras. <laughs> yeah. and how to negotiate them so blessings everyone okay. have a okay. wonderful week and remember we're coming into a new moon so think positive what do you want new in your life so blessings yeah. to all okay be healthy be healthy <laughs> think healthy say healthy, think healthy. <laughs> bye now see you next time